Every morning when I wake up, uh Money on my mind, go time to get kicked up, uh Sunshine coming through my blinds, I'm living, but Really though, it's never enough Ten billion, that's a must Living in California, everybody wanna visit for Welcome, Los Angeles, to another episode of my so-called LA Live. This is a podcast dedicated to the realities and documentations of living in Los Angeles and all its glorious bullshit. And also, we are your guide on surviving the mean streets of LA. My name is Natalia, and this is my lovely co-host, producer... Eric Sanchez here. How are you, Eric? I'm good, I'm good. I turned myself um, off in the headphones, so I yelled. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's sorry nice. about that, everyone. Hey, uh, we miss everyone. It's nice to be back. This is not episode 11, though. What episode is this, Natalia? Well, this is, we're doing things a little bit different here in my so called LA life. We're actually celebrating our last 10 episodes. So we're doing a little recap. I like to call it a podcap and little highlights of our best topics or topical things that we talked about that we kind of want to recap before we continue with our second leg of season one. But um, before we get started on that, I just want to say that between you and I, I think we're one of the most narcissistic people that could ever exist because the fact that we're celebrating 10 episodes of our podcast is ridiculous. So we're such narcissists that we're the best narcissists. Exactly. We're like number one. Yes. Most shows, they celebrate 100 episodes, even 50 episodes. No, we actually celebrated after like half of the first one, <laughs> which is probably why the audio is so fucked up. I we're know. like, fuck it, let's drink. We hit record. Exactly. Pretty much. But I feel like this is a great motivation for us. And I am I am very proud that we do have 10 episodes out. And they were very well thought out. And, you know, we did our research. And a lot of them were kind of crazy, especially the beginning ones. But then they always got better. Yeah. And uh, we're learning. And all fans out there that are with us and have heard every single episode, thank you so much. Yeah, and seriously. Thank you, everyone who's commenting on Facebook, um, who's subscribing, which is so fucking cool that there's hundreds and I, I want to say thousands of people who are listening to us. We have. Yeah, we have. We're in a couple of thousands. So it's that's interesting, though, um, like when you have a podcast, because at home I can't get anyone to listen to me. Oh, I know. But for some reason, the Internet is like loving it. Well, every time I talk outside of this podcast, I hate my own voice. Yeah, for sure. It's like, shut up. What are you doing, Natalia? Nobody likes you. I lowered you in the headphones. <laughs> So, so episode one, I mean, I think the coolest thing about reflecting on these crazy 10 episodes, right, um, <laughs> is the growth. I mean, episode one, the audio is really okay, fucked up. But episode one was an epic, epic shit show. But can I explain why the audio Go was ahead. fucked up? Um, because I'm the idiot that was recording like off the computer, even though we have these like expensive microphones and shit. I forgot to um, link them. So my bad. Oh, okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Anyway, anything that happens here is your fault anyway. Oh, of course. Yeah. So in episode one, we actually talked about... Uh, we That was our first episode, and we made that in springtime. And we talked about springtime is breakup season, which is very, very true. I know I broke up, but I might be back again with the same guy now. Okay, you're back. So we're back. Okay, well, it's because awesome it's, timing, it's right? It's about... It's getting, it's getting dark around 530 and it starts to getting cold. It, it starts, starts getting, getting cold. cold. Yeah. So I, I need, you know, a bear hug. Yeah, you need to snuggle with something. I mean, you yeah. can't sleep alone. That's like, that's whack. I mean, yeah. it's cool in the summertime because yeah, you're like summer, hardly sleeping. Naked and everybody's like, yeah, hot. yeah. And it's not even sleeping because you're drunk. So it's, it's, it's like a nap. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
where now you're actually sleeping. LA actually sleeps now. Yeah, we're hibernating. We're so hibernating it's, it's, until next everybody time. Everybody who's out there that broke up, that heard my first episode and decided to break up with their boyfriend or girlfriend uh, when springtime and summertime came around, call them back. Tell them, yo, I miss you. I think I made the biggest mistake of my life. And then you can do it all over again in 2017. If you're a guy, you can make him dinner. I have a good soup recipe that always works, especially in this time. So hit me up. <laughs> Um, episode two, we talked about Kobe's retirement. No, not Kobe again. Yes, I know how much you hate Kobe. And uh, not only did he, he retire, but he got a whole parade, which I'm actually jealous because I feel like I need a whole parade for all these episodes that we just finished. Well, him him retiring was one long ass like year parade. Yes. So we definitely like we need a one day parade. You know what I mean? He stretched that it, shit yeah, out. If he, if he can have 365 days of Kobe retirement day, yeah. we definitely can have a 10 day parade. Seriously. Or um, a, no, one day parade for our 10 episodes. But in celebration of our 10 episodes, can we finally put a nail in the Kobe Bryant coffin? Like he's gone. Like he's not, who cares? Okay, he's so not two playing basketball. Things we're not allowed to talk about in my so-called LA life. Number one, Kardashians. Okay. Unless we're making fun of Kylie. And she's not really okay. a Kardashian. She's just a Jenner. Old Kylie or new Kylie? Uh, old Kylie okay, and yeah, new yeah. Kylie. Because new Kylie's the but most I beautiful woman ever. I like old Kylie face. Old Kylie, she was she always was, a thought. She looks sweet, though. But, yeah, but she was always a thought. She you was, know what, though? Old Kylie was like... She's the girl that you don't tell anybody at school who's giving you head like once a week. You know what I mean? Because she had like looked like she was at least giving four or five blowjobs to teachers. For sure. Yeah. For sh- she could... was like the silent, you know, like yeah, silent the closet hook. freak. And now like her face and Matches. her body is matching up with her horse personality. You know what I mean? Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like you. I like you, old face and new face, Kylie. For I'm sure. glad that you guys finally could come together in one spot and make this wonderful girl that you are. Yeah, regardless but, of how she looks, she was still a hoe, so it's really, it's it's, it's she's nice. She's consistent with her hoe. She's consistent, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I like that. So no Kobe talk, no Kardashian talk. So Attractive Bums was a topic on that episode, right? So um, how is your little Attractive Bum? I think he died. MCM. I haven't, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him in... At least four months. So I'm sure he definitely OD'd somewhere. No, he just moved on. He went like way towards MacArthur Park. Like you're oh. like, he was on his way somewhere. You just caught him like a week outside of your house shitting on your, you know, on your Yeah. Top. Okay. Poor guy. That's right. So um, let's continue on. Epi- let's talk about episode three and four. Because this two episodes were kind of very, very, very funny for me. Because we started beef with... Uh, LA's weekly resident Walter Cronkite, and that is Mr. Dennis Romero. Dennis Romero. Hey, Dennis. How are you, Dennis? So, Dennis Romero has a style, a unique style. Yes. It's very unique to him. Now, I know he's listening right now. Yes. And anybody, it's super easy. Anybody that's out there and wants to know who Dennis Romero is, just get online, get on LA Weekly, and five out of the six articles that are posted there daily are written by Dennis Romero. Are written by Dennis Romero. From... And they're not really articles. They're like two paragraphs of just mumbo jumbo. It's kind of hard to write an in-depth article when you're like in fucking Palm Springs with your friends. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's lounging, he's having like a Mai Tai and he's like, let me write this little quick article about LA's recession. Exactly. Pretty much. I, he pretty much writes it on his memo on his iPhone and I think sends I just it over to his editor. Dennis Romero. <laughs> I just outed Dennis Romero. He's in Palm Springs. Okay. Um, I like that. Poor Dennis Romero. 
I still want you on the show. It'd be great to have him on the show. I would actually like to hear if he has more than two paragraphs to say. I I highly doubt it. <laughs> He'd just regurgitate old. Thing. He'd be like, uh, for this answer, here's this article. Here, There you go. Pretty much. And then also on one of those episodes, we talked about gentrification. And I love how we go from something so lighthearted from old face Kylie Jenner and Dennis Romero sucks <laughs> to something as serious as gentrification. But I was that was actually a very groundbreaking show for us because I we just, because that's when we decided to just bring little things that are actually happening in Los Angeles that are very, very important to us. And then they're, they're not as super as social media or being a thought or being you know whatever it is right um we started just you know getting to the nitty-gritty of things that actually affect us on a personal level and yeah. that was a i think that was a step, stepping stone to our style it was a it was a big jump because the first two two episodes we just kind of were going off top and just kind of being ourselves but being like a little too vulgar and stuff like that but yes. the whole idea of the show originally was that we would share some information on what's going on in LA from our perspectives, right? So this was a great opportunity for us to say like, hey, all jokes aside, yeah. there's this really serious gentrification thing. Um, like it's affecting me personally right. with my rent. And I know, it, and not only that, but I know it affects plenty and plenty of families. Like I'm a single girl, at least I can hold my own. There's a lot of people out there, they have five, 17 children, I don't know. <laughs> and something like gentrification, they can they can really relate to, and I know it's affecting them. So I thought it was uh, our responsibility as people that live here and are going through the same process of kind of like the shock of gentrification um, to bring it out to light and to talk about it. Cause I know a lot of people, uh, they assimilate and they, and they can, you know, they can feel what we're feeling. And right. that was, and that was a really good show when we, uh, decided to step up our game. So since then though, right. Mm -hmm. What have you seen in regard to gentrification well, or has now, your idea changed a little bit? Yeah. Boyle Heights. Now Boyle Heights is becoming like, they're a, in there now. They're there. That's becoming the number oh, wow. one spot. And I feel that they, I believe I heard the other day that they were petitioning a lot of these companies and a lot of these high rises and, you know, um, developers to leave. And I'm I get it. I get it because Boyle Heights in itself, it's pretty much the cheapest place that you can live in in the Los Angeles area. Right. And the people that live over there, they need their houses. They, you know, they need to be where they where they're at. They can't be displaced. But it's an old community, too. I mean, they've Boyle been there for Heights generations. Boyle Heights actually... I, I was doing a little bit of research on this, but Boyle Heights actually was the hub for all the immigration Russian and Eastern European Jews mm. in the 1920s between World War One and World War Two. They all came to Boyle Heights. So that actually in like night from 19, like 18 all the way to the 1940s. That was a mostly a Jewish community. Interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of like they will call it the Jewish ghetto over there. So and then I, and then the Mexicans came in and, and then, then the they moved over here it, this way. Yeah. And it, it just like, you know, it I, I it it's a machine. It is a cycle. Um, it's already run through Echo Park. It's run through Eagle Rock. It's run yeah. through Highland Park now. So now yes. you're saying they're moving on to Boy High. So as as you can see, it's a machine, and it just goes through, eats up whatever it can on its way. What yeah. I'm seeing though is. I don't see it, it. It's not sustainable, right? Because yeah. it, it's happened now in Highland Park. But the thing is, those families are still there. So you could gentrify something as much as you want. But at the end of the day, you're outnumbered. And that's going to get old. And those whatever jobs they're in in that thing are going to move as well. Yeah. So I think that in a couple of years, it's kind of going to go back to normal. -ish. Well, one can only hope so, because I can tell you right now, I can't keep paying more rent. 
And that's that just like comes straight out of my mouth. And yeah. I know plenty of other people right here in Los Angeles. So gentrification, you need to take a fucking chill pill. At yeah, this just point. chill. Dude. Just chill for a little bit. Just smoke some weed. <laughs> um, episode five. Episode five was actually a really good episode because we go in on Amber Rose and her horrible show. And now that we're going in on Is that Amber, still on? It is still on, but now that we're going in on her and her horrible show, let's go in on her second year of doing the slut walk. Okay. That was... It had less... um, It was less in the news than it was the first time, right? Well, I think people... Like, the first year was more of, like, a little movement, and people were like, okay, it's a thing, and it's going to die down. But then she made it into now it's a yearly thing, like breast cancer awareness or AIDS walk. I'm like, no, bitch. You cannot put a slut walk out there and have 14-year-old girls being like, it's all right to be a slut. I mean... It's already happening. It's just... it's. I cannot even believe she has sponsors for this. But you know what? She is, <laughs> she is the most kind of polarizing person right now with this whole slut walk thing, right? But is there anyone else who we could like actually blame for this kind of movement? You know what I'm saying? Because right now she glorifies it, right? She's like Queen Ho, right? Yeah. And, and she actually says this. This is her language. She's like, I'm a slut. I'm a hoe. Um, I just let I just let Wiz Khalifa nut on my face, like she said <laughs> one day on her show. It's like, dude, that's like a, a daytime show. And not only that, but that's just kind of like, there's some things better left private. Right. Okay. So, but before her, who who was there? I mean, was it like Cat Stacks, like the hip hop? Remember? No, I think I think sluts have been around since since the turn of the century. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? But being a slut, even if you were a slut, like even if I were a slut, maybe I was. Maybe. Maybe. Um, you just keep it under wraps. You know, you don't you don't want to walk out there and be like, oh, there's Natalia the slut. They'll be like, oh, there's Natalia, and then you know you turn around and go with your sluttish ways, doing sluttish things. It's 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 like the it's the glorification of um like simple hodum you know like it's the oldest um it's the oldest profession in in the world right yeah right being a hoe. prostitution right so what she's kind of glorifying is like being a hoe for free you know what i mean it, it's really interesting like slut walk it doesn't it's not like slut walk for she's money just like i really just really need dick in my face yeah and like <laughs> i need to be accepted like i need everyone to love me even though i'm constantly getting a dick in my face <laughs> Pretty much. Kudos like, to you, Amber Rose, for being a complete whore. Let's move on. I can't. I can't keep talking about Amber Rose. I saw her the other day. She has a humongous body. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Um, that episode, we also talk about the Pokemon craze, which is completely dead now. I haven't heard <laughs> one person. Last, that didn't last long. <laughs> Holy shit! The demise of Pokemon. The demise of Pokemon. Um, if that, you still have the app on your phone, you're uh, fucking... I deleted I deleted mine at least three months ago. Okay, so our our listeners, if you still have the app on your phone, you're a fucking loser. Okay, you are sinking <laughs> with the ship. It's it's sunk immediately. Immediately, what happened to Pokemon? Someone tell me what happened to Pokemon. It was just the biggest fad. It was it was worse than the Beanie Babies. I was hyped on Pokemon. Um, I shit you not. I played it a little bit. I know you got me hyped on it, and I played it when I was driving my car. Talk about. <laughs> yes. Talk yes. about like an accident waiting to happen. That's the only time I would play it, by the way, inside my car because I'm too lazy to actually walk and look for a Pokemon. Yeah. So I'm like, let me just drive around my car aimlessly looking for them like an idiot. But then I'm like, it died. And thank God it died because it was retarded. And I haven't heard one person say the word Pokemon at least in the, in the last four months. So what was the breaking point? How did it 
I mean, do you know? I mean, I could tell you why I stopped playing it and why it was just stupid at a certain point, right? So I kept I kept getting the same old fucking jiggly whatevers, right? And I had an opportunity to like raise my points or whatever. And then you have to like fight someone, right? You have to battle someone at like, it's so stupid. Sorry. It's fucking dumb. But anyways, so I got to battle someone. So I'm walking the dog in the valley and I see a guy and then we battle and then I lose immediately. I erased that thing so fucking quick. Like I want to lose. Because you're a sore loser? I'm not trying to get an app and then lose. (laughs) I'm like chasing around these little cartoon characters and then all of a sudden reality hits and it's like, you're not good. So you literally... Because I, I erased it because I completely forgot about it because I realized I actually have a real life right, and I yeah, have yeah, better yeah. things going on like drinking, you know, go- working, going out, texting people, drinking. Instagramming, drinking again, passing out, waking up, drinking. Um, so I'm like, after three months, I'm like, oh, I forgot about Pokemon app. So I erased it. But you were just a sore loser. Yeah, it was too hard. <laughs> okay. And R- also... Rest in peace, Pokemon. In that episode, we talk about Black Lives Matter, but we're just going to leave it like that because we're not going to go into that because everybody knows how we feel about that. And if you are against Black Lives Matter, then you should, a cop should come and and shoot you. Have you noticed with the Black Lives Matter thing, Honda also matters as well and uh, water matters. And now like everyone is jockeying. Just, like, Something like, so serious. This is and why making Black Lives it, Matter is serious. This is actually why. Let me put this in a nutshell. Into advertising gold. Okay, I'm getting hype. Here we go. This. I thought is we were going to leave this topic. Can I please? This is why I didn't want to talk about. It, but go ahead. Okay. You tell me. As a Thank half you. black person. Thank you. As a half. As a half black person <laughs> from the waist down. Um. So this is why Black Lives Matters so much. Everyone is stealing the matters thing, right? So it's now like honda matters um nfl matters you know what i mean like toothpaste matters right all these things stealing from black people still oh it yeah. never fucking ends god you, that's the you, truth you took the hip-hop you took the, the you dance know, moves the rock and roll you took the people literally from their homes and brought them here like you stealing you've stolen all this stuff we can't even have black lives matter so are we saying that black people are pretty much the coolest of the cool apparently oh okay i can get behind that you know what yeah, you yeah, are cool. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, episode six. And in episode six, we start that episode talking about Bow Wow's retirement. I heard it for one day in the radio. And then after that, I never heard about it again. So it wasn't really a thing. It wasn't. <laughs> Who wore it better? Who wore it better, Bow Wow or Pokemon? <laughs> for like people not giving a fuck. Exactly. Who wore it better? I say Bow Wow. I mean, I'm telling you, Pokemon had more of an impact than Bow Wow did. It did. So, I'm happy that Bow Wow, goodbye Bow Wow. See you I later. said it the first episode, and I'll say in my recap. Thank you for going to Retirement Island. Now, if I see your face around freaking anywhere in Los Angeles again, you're going to get punched in the face. I saw this thing on the internet the other day. It was like him dancing outside of a car. Um, okay. He was dancing outside of a car, and he's such a small little guy. It was, it was like kind of cute. You know, like it was like a little kid. You know, those little things with kids and they he do the like thing like, yeah, like the like juju on the beat and they're like, juju on the beat. Like he's doing this little dance and I was like, oh, look at little Bow Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought he retired. Why is he out there like now like full on thotting, trying to get attention by dancing in the streets of Los Angeles? Oh God, Bow Wow. I can't do Bow Wow. Go by. Do that one dance, baby. That, that one dance. Yeah. Oh, you don't know how to do that? Baby, do it for your grandma. Come on, I'm old and I'm trying to learn it. 
Well, yeah, do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Girl, ain't that Zayn and Zayn? Yes. Don't look like a girlfriend. Girl, I don't care. I don't care, girl. He's still good. Oh, yes. Walked in this party and these girls looking at me. Skinny jeans on and you know my head and everything. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, okay. I want y'all to do this dance now. Juju on that beat. Don't stop, ay, don't stop, ay, don't stop, ay, run a man on that beat, 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 do your dance, do your dance, do your dance, ay, you ugly, you your daddy's son, ay, ay, all right, episode seven, we talked about the Rams coming back to Los Angeles, nobody has been stopped yet, that's a lie. Oh, somebody did, did get stabbed? Yeah. So, from what I'm hearing, um, of course, by, like, these kind of, like, Orange County white, you know, people. So, they make things up? No, 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 so no, no. This is yelled true at, stuff. So, a Latino yelled at a white person, and then, you know, story this goes. This is just who I heard it from. Story goes. This is who I heard it this from. This Latino stabbed this guy in the ear. I'm like, no. He just yelled at him. It, there have been quite a number of incidents at the Rams games, um, just drunk people, regardless of race, it's drunk people. No shit. Um, but of course, it being L.A., like we said in the thing, they weren't ready for it to be a bunch of Mexicans. So there's a lot of that going on, like, oh, well, the you know, it's really dangerous. I'm not sure if I'll go back. So it's happening. It's not as bad as they say. And the Rams are like, okay. They're, they're not, actually they're not okay. Bad. I'm yeah, actually very right. proud of them. I, they, you know, they came here. And their defense is good. Yeah. So congratulations, Rams. We'll say it again. And, and it always helps our city to have another team here. And congrats to all the security guards for doing an amazing job. You guys uh, deserve your own parade. Fuck Kobe. Anyways. Exactly. Um, also, in this episode, we talked about... Uh, <laughs> Sugar Dad. Lying Lochte. Oh, or Ryan Lochte. He's still in the news. But you know what? We're going to skip right over him because we're not going to even give him the time of day. Perfect. Perfect. And then finally, we finish this episode up with Sugar Daddies and Sugar Baby relationship, which is funny because I just actually, right before we started the show, I told Eric that I just wanted to give up on life and move to Dubai. And what was the other thing you said about that? And then he asked me, how would you enjoy getting pissed and shat on on, <laughs> on an everyday basis? That's just what I read about Dubai. I don't know. And like, then personally. I said, I don't mind the pissing that much. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So um, that debate is still a very live debate. Uh, the sugar daddy, sugar baby relationships. But I would personally like to hear from anyone out there. Who I want to bring a real situation. sugar baby to this. Uh, I, I want to meet a sugar, sugar daddy, ba- whichever, both. It'd be cool to do both. What well, cool to do both? Let me rephrase that here. Um, <laughs> it'd be cool to have them both here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I nice. think it would be great. So stay tuned for that. Definitely, we'll definitely have some of them come in and tell us like the realities of being a sugar baby or a sugar daddy in Los Angeles. Or, I think or, that would be a great show. Even if you have like ordered a few prostitutes, like more than two, we would totally love to have you on the show. Yeah, no matter. It could be pa- back page prostitutes for sure. We'll definitely have you on. Yeah, um, I bet you were surprised when she showed up, though. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Moving on to episode eight. And episode eight is one of my favorite episodes because I get to talk about one of my favorite artists of our generation, which is Kendrick Lamar. And I still call him the king of L.A. Yesterday, I was blaring his music all day. And it's just, he, he never gets old. 
He never gets tired. Every time I see him, every time I, I hear him speak, he's always saying something smart. He's saying something witty. He's saying something powerful. And that's the type of people that I want to surround myself with. And that's the type of people that I, I kind of look up to. And that's why I have a show also, because I feel like within, you know, all my wittiness and, you know, my banter and my cleverness and my assholeness. Come on, let's keep it real. Oh, please tell me more about yourself, Natalia. Yes, I feel like I have... I. There's some things I want to say and then, you know, I can empower people or at least bring in information. So I really enjoyed the Kendrick Lamar episode, episode eight. So in, in regards to uh, him, I have changed my kind of opinion on that. Um, if you go back to the show, I'm kind of like on the fence with him. Yes. Um, and I think because as a person who loves hip hop as a as a genre, genre um, or as a um, as like a culture you know, as an institution, a cultural institution, um, I'm super judgmental of any kind of rappers, right? Yes. And because I don't know a bunch of his songs, like I know a bunch of Young Thug, all these other like shitty rappers, I don't know a lot of him. Mm -hmm. But when we had that episode and you were really adamant about like, no, dude, this motherfucker's the truth. And I'm like, eh, and you're like, no, this guy. Yeah. So I went back and I've been hearing um, his appearances on other people's stuff and just his stuff. And he's so, he's so fucking versatile. Yes. And he is a musician, and he uses his his words, um, his wordplay. Um, very wisely, too, which is he, very he, important. To, very important. His style, he's a chameleon. He, mm -hmm. he actually just referenced himself as a chameleon. So um, my idea, there's nothing funny about this. My idea on him has changed, and I think he's really fucking talented. Um, and I look forward to more stuff. And I'm glad it's not on the radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. A lot that. of his stuff is very underground. It's I like very, that. And, and I like that. And and his styles are definitely very versatile. He can go nitty gritty and then suddenly hit you with some powerful, deep thought lyrics. And you're like, wow, I'm blown away. Yeah, from the nitty gritty and, to the hitty witty. You know? Oh, um, look at that. <laughs> some rhymes. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, and then finally, in this episode, we talk about a little bit about the gender crisis. And we talk about the third gender and Where's that story? Is that with Pokemon and Bow Wow? Everyone story. was talking about that story that week. Well, I think people are still. I think people are still talking about that. I, every time I open a, uh, you know, the newspaper, like I open a newspaper. Yeah, well, <laughs> like what is this? Every time I open a newspaper. <laughs> every time I open a newspaper. Every time I step out of my time machine and grab my newspaper. <laughs> exactly. No, but newspapers I, are now like four dollars. Every time I list, I, I read all these blogs and stuff like that. I'm seeing more of, of like people either coming out or being bisexual or being or men being more open to the way they dress and stuff. So I I still think it's there it's more underground it came to light a little bit but people have still not wrapped their heads around it but i do feel that in a couple of months it's gonna come it's gonna back, come back and it's gonna come back harder and it's what? gonna come back with more explanations harder don't no pun intended <laughs> but it's gonna come out with more explanations she's and gonna more come back harder. And more people identifying themselves and then people can put like a face to the gender which is terrible because we shouldn't judge as people but that's people yeah but then we shouldn't judge the same people who are saying we shouldn't judge are the same people who are like i want to be a q so like and this was our point you know in the episode was like i don't want to be judged don't call me anything but i am one of these 25 yeah you know what i'm saying so in regards to the gender thing i think the story um i find that we are all because of the internet because of social media and because of the news cycle and who does the news we're all we're all like guinea pigs. 
because they throw these stories out there for like a week to and just how, see how it goes. And yeah, to, and, but they're fishing. That's what they're doing. And they're, they're fishing, they're right? Fishing so for, I, for it's marketing because they're fishing to buy you merchandise. All right. this stuff, all media does, and all all these um, advertising. It all comes back to merchandising, and I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Spaceballs, but yep. you know when they go in the cave with Yoda, who happens to be Mel Gibson. And what does he say? Merchandising. That's the number one. That's what all these people, all these networks, everybody wants to sell you something because there's it, it comes from the sponsors and the and the advertising gigs of actually selling well, products well, yes. that, that fund everything. That's where all and the media are, comes. And they are pushing. And they're pushing the media on you. But they're also pushing that agenda. That, yes, absolutely. That whole thing, you know. So so you're right. It does come from. It wouldn't be on if it wasn't. If it wasn't actually paid for. So, but what I think with that, uh, the reason that we're not hearing a lot is because they did throw it out there. And the problem with new, everyone wants new, right? But we, as human beings, we can't handle new, new. Like there's like no new circle, like new <laughs> wheel. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like the wheel was made once and it was like, there's we're cool. New, new. Okay, yeah. let's do that. And if they made a new wheel, there was like a square, everyone lose their minds. They'd be like, Bruh. so that's what happened with this. Out of, imagine out of the blue. You're told now that you're a Q, this, that, and the other. And I think people were just like, whoa, not right now. We can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it instilled the idea. And now we could kind of like flesh it out. Yes. No pun intended with that either. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I think it's, it's, it's just, it's an underground topic, like you said. De- definitely an underground topic. I believe that in a couple of months, like I, like I just previously stated, it's going to come back again. And you, it's going to be talked about more and more and more. And we're going to understand a little, understand it a little bit more, which is always good when we get to understand our peers in our community. Great. <laughs> Let's move on to episode nine. And this was another really good episode because I got to use, utilize my talents of journalism. Even though I never went to journalist school, <laughs> journalism school, no, okay. but <laughs> that's probably why you're in the wrong room. You're like, this is journalist school. You're like, no, this is journalism arts and crafts. <laughs> like, stop. But um, we talked about the 20th anniversary of Tupac's death and the impact that was on us growing up. And you know, he was Mr. West Side. He repped the West Side very, very well with Dr. Dre right. and all the big ones. But it was his anniversary of his death, and we wanted to pay an homage to that and make sure we paid respect. And with that being said, we talked about the gang culture in Los Angeles and how it was that was so important in the building of this of the city, city right? And this communities and most of the communities that people are living now that have been built by all these gangs and people don't realize it. And we just wanted to give props to that because you know gangs obviously do bad things. But they need to understand they do hold a place in our in our history. Yeah, and, and I mean, they're very prevalent in our everyday society. So, and they are they do bad things, but they do help their communities out, and they have helped shape this city. The OGs were there to ensure the protection of their communities from and their cops, and their people from, from, you from know, cops from any outside elements who exactly. want to come in and move in. So, um, they really. They paved the way, um, you know, for L.A. and uh, Angelinos. And the Angelinos. I think only white people use the word Angelinos. I, really? I, I I feel like weird when I say that. Yeah, but it's it's also Angelinos. like Angelinos. It, but it's also <laughs> like, but it's also like a Latin thing. Like if you're like a white Latino. Angelinos. You know, in like politics, and you say like um, us Angelinos, but then when you go home, you're like I. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But but real quick on that episode. Okay. 
Um, I love Tupac with all my fucking heart. He, Who doesn't? But he, I understand that he was very important. Very important in my life, and that's it. I just love him so much, so I, I really appreciated the opportunity to have an episode and kind of share that um, because recently um, I've heard a few other people come out athletes you know entertainers and stuff and actually reference him so i think with the crazy world that we live in right now we're still drawing back to guys like that for inspiration well i right? I, I remember that in that episode i i said that he was a prophet and there's very few people in this world that that I, were actually living prophets and my my number one is bob marley I truly believe that man was a complete prophet. The things he said still is so true to today. It doesn't matter. They're so transcendental. Is that even a word? <laughs> I'll go with it. I don't know. Um, but they, they, they can survive generations and generations and probably centuries. And people will still listen to that. And it will be so prevalent for what they're going through at that moment. And right. I, I believe Tupac was the same thing. I believe Gandhi was the same, on the same route. There's, there's been you know what they, they all have in common? Is uh, the common thread is oppression. That hasn't stopped. Yes. And it will always be... It'll, it'll always be a topic as long as we live in in a world that has a government that is ruling over the people. Absolutely. So he is a prophet because you're like, damn, he's talking about today. Yeah, but 20 years ago, Bob Marley was talking about it like it was today, too. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So oppression um, exists. It continues. And it, and, and it breeds and it breeds artists like this. It and it really breeds, does. It, and, it, and it breeds it prophets does. and it breeds lyricists and it breeds poets and writers and people that you need to look up to and people that are just... Just become so important in your life that you're like, where would you be without them? You know, where would you be without that music? And also, it shows there's only a few of them. Yeah. We're over here naming a few, right? If you think about how many rappers are there, there's millions of fucking rappers. But we're only talking about one as the guy, exactly. right? And how many how many reggae guys are there? You got Peter Tosh and everyone on down from the Whalers like on 30. down. Like <laughs> 30. Well, like, the, but, sir, but no, we're but still talking. We are still talking about one. They're not saying anything that is like new information. But you know what? They're not afraid to say it. Exactly. And that's why there's only a couple of them. Because well, where are they now? Well, that's why we like them so much. Because we have this show, and we're not afraid to say what we think. And we talk about these topics, and we want to bring it out. And you know, we might be a little bit racist sometimes. But hey, who cares? This is how I feel. Asians don't even get that mad. <laughs> I could take down like 18 Asians at one time. <laughs> let me tell you something. Just with my shoe. <laughs> That's not true. They know karate. Okay. That's terrible. That's super racist. I'm super kidding. Racist. I'm kidding. I know They're you guys ninjas. don't know. You guys don't <laughs> know karate. Kidding. Um, And then finally, we had our episode 10. And that was a couple of weeks ago. And we brought in Sunshine. And he is one of Los Angeles major marijuana distributors and, and delivery service guys he's and pretty awesome he's pretty awesome very interesting guy very right? interesting guy a lot of energy but he came in here and he not only did we talk about cannabis culture and prop 64 and for those that you don't know and didn't listen to our last show prop 64 is the uh recreational use of marijuana just out Le there not medical just legalize it. it legalization and um but we also talked about leadership skills yeah. and how he runs his company and why he is successful. And I, I really enjoyed it because we're talking about something that 20 years ago was super taboo. Yeah. Something like cannabis, marijuana, something that you had to sneak you know, out before you smoked it. You, like, you couldn't do it openly. Like All it was, of our parents had like a sneak away little weed stash. Exactly. Right? 
and come 20 years after to today and now we're having guys like him sunshine come to our studio and talk about his hierarchy his business his, his leadership like how he's creating leaders how he's molding these people into being the best they could be and if that's what they want to do for the rest of their lives or anything else and how that all comes funded by this business it was very refreshing to hear it from um, a dude who sells weed it was a great episode. I really enjoyed him. The next leg of our, our, of our season, we're going to have more interviews, and we're actually going to interview real people. Real people? Not just ourselves. We're going to um, have some famous people. We're going to have some famous people, so stay tuned. And it's just gonna, it's going to get crazier. It's going to get funnier. I'm going to get raunchier. Like, I might be getting back with my boyfriend, but who cares? Here we go. Does it even matter? You know, I You can, should talk about it on here so I don't have to hear it. I can, I can, <laughs> I can still... I can still like talk like I'm single. I still yeah. go out like I'm single, so who cares? Hey. <laughs> it's gonna get cold. I know. Okay. I'm ready for the cold loaning. Better have an extra blanket. Okay. All right. So thank you, everyone. Once again, please subscribe, share, um, send us any questions. If you have any topics, anything you want to send us, if you want to send us hate mail, send it to me. Yeah, we have. It's my so-called LA life at gmail.com, or you can do I uh, IG. Instagram. Instagram and it's at my so-called LA life all together no underscore hit up no, the DM yeah you can hit up the DM you can find us through Facebook Eric Sanchez or Natalia Zelikman I mean there's many ways of contacting us YKMG YKMG LA exactly so um and like I always like to say make fun of everybody and make fun of yourself you know it's, it's all a big joke anyway and don't take yourself too seriously so thank you for tuning in for this podcast, podcast. of my so-called LA Life. My name is Natalia, and this is my lovely co-host, Eric Sanchez here. And have a beautiful, blessed day.